Welcome to the Sunday edition of Tailgating from the Couch. I'm your host, Garrett Wilson. Of course, Sunday is where we go back and look at everything that happened on Friday and Saturday in the world of college football. This week, much different than last week. Last week, a lot of big games and games that shook up the landscape nationally. This week, the complete opposite. A pretty pedestrian Saturday by normal standards. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. And I introduce a new yet old segment to tailgating from the couch just for Sundays. I will talk about that at the end. Right now, let's get to the college football action. Welcome back to tailgating from the couch. Talking the ACC to start things off. Miami getting a big win against Virginia Tech. They win 25-24, buying 255 yards and one score from Derrick King, a game they trailed in multiple times, coming back to get that win and staying alive for a potential berth in the ACC championship game. North Carolina and Wake Forest with a shootout. North Carolina wins it 59-53. Sam Howell goes for 550 yards and six touchdowns. They have a bye week and then a huge game against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And, of course, speaking of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, was it a trap game against Boston College? Would they take care of business? Yes, they did. They go to 8-0 on the season with a 45-31 win against Boston College. Ian Book, 283 yards and three scores. And he adds another 85 yards and another score on the ground. A game that Notre Dame really controlled from about the second quarter on. It was close in the first quarter, but Notre Dame pulled away before the half and then extended that lead into the third quarter, and they kept rolling, kept the momentum going after a big win against Clemson last week. Now they have a bye week, and again, a huge matchup against Sam Howell and the North Carolina Tar Heels. Notre Dame keeps it going, another win. We look at the American Conference coming up after this. American Conference on tailgating from the couch. Cincinnati with a big Friday night win over East Carolina 55-17. They are now 7-0 and ranked in the top 10, still number 7 in the country. Big matchup with Tulsa is looming in December. And speaking of Tulsa, I picked them to beat the SMU Mustangs. And they did. A 28-24 win from the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. They trailed 21 to nothing at one point in this game, but they battled back Zach Smith with 325 yards passing and three touchdowns. Tulsa is going to be an interesting opponent for Cincinnati because more than likely, Cincinnati and Tulsa will probably play two times, once on December 4th and again in a rematch in the American Conference Championship game. So, If Cincinnati has any hope of getting to the college football playoff, they will more than likely have to go through Tulsa twice. And Tulsa, one loss in the season is to Oklahoma State in the first game of the year. And that was a very close game. Of course, Oklahoma State's quarterback was knocked out early, completely changed the offense. But Tulsa's got some dudes on the defensive side of the ball. They can play some defense And Cincinnati, again, another team that is predicated on defense, so a very defensive matchup potentially looming in December and again in the American Conference Championship game. So those are the ones to look for. Tulsa gets a big win over SMU. They stay undefeated in the conference, and they look to knock off Cincinnati 
in a few weeks. Up next, Big Ten time on tailgating from the couch. Big Ten football with a couple of interesting scores out there today. Nebraska beats Penn State 30-23 in the Nittany Lions. Start of the year ranked number 7 in the country, fall to 0-4 on the season. They are the only winless team in the Big Ten Conference. Indiana, number 10 in the country. They stay undefeated, 4-0 with a 24-0 win against Michigan State and Indiana. A huge matchup coming up next week against number 3 Ohio State. The game will be in Columbus. Speaking of Ohio State, their biggest rivals, the Michigan Wolverines, are floundering right now after a 49-11 loss to the Wisconsin Badgers. Three weeks since Wisconsin had played a game, and they came out on fire, leading 28 to nothing at the half. And Michigan is just looking for answers under Coach Harbaugh. Could be very interesting to see if he survives this season at the helm. Wisconsin, on the other hand, a big win to come out. They moved to 2-0. Again, a lot of COVID postponements and cancellations for the Badgers already. Games against Wisconsin and Purdue already canceled on their schedule. They have a big matchup with Northwestern next week for the top spot in that Big Ten West Division. Northwestern, pretty big win today. I picked him to lose to Purdue. Rondell Moore did not play for the Boilermakers. He was a game-time decision, but the Northwestern Wildcats stay undefeated. They are 4-0 after a 27-20 win against the Purdue Boilermakers. Again, that sets up a huge matchup in the Big Ten West next week. Number 23, Northwestern, and number 13, Wisconsin, looking to stay undefeated and take the lead in that Big Ten West. Of course, Big Ten East, a huge matchup as well, as I said, Ohio State and Indiana. So the Big Ten looking to really take shape next week. As is another conference, we take a look at the Big 12. Only two games on the schedule this week, but a huge matchup. In Norman next week for the Big 12. We'll talk about that briefly and talk about what happened yesterday coming up next. Only two games on the Big 12 schedule yesterday. West Virginia takes care of TCU 24-6. And Texas Tech comes back and beats Baylor on a walk-off field goal to take that win 24-23. Like I said, not many games played yesterday in the Big 12. Not because of COVID, just because of the way the schedule shook out. But next week is a monster week in the Big 12. Kansas State and Iowa State face off. Both those teams vote squarely in the hunt for a Big 12 Conference Championship appearance. And the big one in Norman, it's Bedlam. College game day is going to be there as Oklahoma State and Oklahoma do battle. So you can come away with state supremacy and a leg up. In the Big 12 championship race, can Oklahoma State get healthy? Can Oklahoma keep it rolling on the offensive and defensive side of the ball? That will be a huge matchup next week. One I can't wait for to see how well this Oklahoma State defense can do against a vaunted Oklahoma passing attack and a resurgent rushing attack behind Ramondre Stevenson. That's all next week. I will talk more about that on Friday. Like I said, not much in the world of the Big 12 yesterday, but a huge week for the conference next week. Speaking of light days and light conferences yesterday, the SEC, a bunch of games postponed. 
but we'll talk about the games that were played, including a monster outing from an emerging Heisman candidate. Coming up after the break. Talking the SEC and only really one game to talk about this week because of the number of postponements due to COVID-19. I'm talking about the Florida Gators rolling over Arkansas 63-35. to And we need to give some love and some attention to Kyle Trask and the Florida Gators. Trask finishes with 356 through the air and six touchdowns. Of course, this is just a week after he lit up the Georgia secondary. And I know some of you are already saying, well, he has Kyle Pitts. That's not fair. Kyle Pitts didn't even play against Arkansas. So Trask puts up 350 and six touches against a pretty good Arkansas team, a team that has surprised a lot of people this year so far in their first year under coach Sam Pittman. But Kyle Trask, keep an eye on him. If Florida can run the table, end up beating Alabama in an SEC championship game, it would not surprise me if he is there holding up the Heisman Trophy at the end of the season. Speaking of the end of the season, the Pac-12 season just started and already pretty interesting and a little bit bumpy for two of their top teams. We'll talk about that and some of the group of five teams as well that are still making some noise out there. And then, of course, that new yet old segment I promised you all at the beginning of the podcast. It is coming up in just a little bit. Pac-12 action. USC survives another scare in the desert as they beat Arizona 34-30 and Oregon takes care of Washington State 43-29, a game that Washington State led early on and was in it throughout. So USC and Oregon both looked at as the best hopes for a Pac-12 champion to get in to the college football playoff. Speaking of people trying to find a spot in a potential playoff, Liberty and Marshall, probably long shots for that because of some other group of five teams. Both teams stay undefeated. Marshall looking pretty good with their schedule to have an undefeated season. Liberty has a matchup with Coastal Carolina, whose game was postponed this weekend. So we'll see if the Chanticleers can stay undefeated throughout the season. But a big matchup with Liberty looming for them at the end of the season. A bunch of teams likely to finish undefeated just because of the shortened schedules the lack of non-conference play among most conferences. And that'll be interesting again, not only for the playoff, but how do bowls go about selecting this? What does a bowl season even look like in the year of COVID? So that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. But up next, a new segment that's an old segment. You might have heard it before. I'm calling it Garrett's Gripes. I will explain after the break. Welcome back to Tailgating from the Couch. Like I said before the break, This is what I'm going to call Garrett's Gripes. It's a Sunday-only segment that will be the end of the podcast. So if you're here for college football news, you can leave because there's no more news to be had. We're done with that for this week. This gripe is not college football related. This all started because I had a listener tell me they enjoyed my rant about the Notre Dame fans running onto the field, and they they wanted, surprisingly, another rant. So I'm going to give the people what they want. That's what you got to do. You got to give the people what they want. And this week's rant is one I've thought about, and I've thought about, and I've thought about it for years. And it came up because my younger brother 
was scrolling through Spotify this week, and apparently he came across a Nickelback song. And he ended up getting a hold of me and said, hey, you know, like, I was surprised that I knew that song and knew so many Nickelback songs. Must have been from the years you taking me to school. Well, yeah, because Nickelback is awesome, people. And I don't care if you're out there thinking they're not. I don't get why they get so much hate. I was at the uh, Collegiate High School football game on Friday night. A great game, by the way. Shout out to the Collegiate Spartans. A big win and a huge matchup against Andale coming up in the playoffs. But anyway, I'm with my buddy Dylan after the game. And a coach comes up to take down some equipment. And he's humming a Nickelback song. And he apologized for it. Don't apologize for loving Nickelback. They have got some hits, people. Anything from Far Away, Rockstar, Gotta Be Somebody, How You Remind Me, Hero. I can go all day, folks. They got everything. They got love songs. They got party songs. They got dramatic songs. They got rock songs. Nickelback has it all. And if you don't like that, there's the door. I'm po- you can't. I'm pointing towards the door. You can't see it. Find a door, walk toward it if you don't like Nickelback. I don't understand why they get so much hate on the internet and in the world. People say, oh, I can't believe you like Nickelback. Well, they're awesome. People say, oh, all their songs sound the same. Well, that's because all their songs are good. And I got news for you. If you bake a cake and it's really good the first time, you know what you don't do? You don't change the recipe, people. Nickelback is just churning out cakes left and right, and they are all delicious. So give me Nickelback. If you don't want, I will take your Nickelback sock. Give it to me right now. I am all about it. Chad Kroger, an amazing voice. Have you heard some of the stuff he's done with Santana? My Darkest Days? That's some of the stuff. It's it's incredible. And how can you not like it? And if you don't like it, I know music is a preference. But if you're one of those people who don't like Nickelback, just be quiet and let us all enjoy it. Because I know you're out there enjoying it. I don't care if you are running in to a basement in the bathroom and shutting the door and turning the lights off and be like, okay, I'm listening to my Nickelback now. Nickelback is awesome. Sing it loud. Sing it proud. That is all I have for this week. I'm going to go listen to Nickelback right now because we all just don't want to be a big rock. Look at that. Oh, I know. You're like, is Chad Kroger there? No, that was me singing. I have the voice of an angel I've been told by myself in my dreams. Anyway. That's all we got for this week. I will be back with you on Wednesday to break down the rankings. Not expecting a whole lot to change there, just because not a lot happened in the games this week. SMU probably going to fall out of the top 25. Tulsa potentially going to move into the top 25 for the first time this season. And, of course, Friday, the big one, a lot to break down. Indiana, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Kansas State, Iowa State, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Bedlam coming up on Friday. As always, stay off the field and don't be a meme. (laughs) 